Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, what's up? It's it's here, guys. It's when, here. If you're listening to this, when it comes out Thursday, yeah. it's yeah. game day. So we're, re- we're recording games. on Tuesday, yeah. and in, so this will be released on Thursday, and that is start day. It's awesome. That is that's game day. It's it has. I mean, <laughs> it technically hasn't been any longer than any other off season, but it feels it's, like it. Has. It feels so. And like I almost had to like I almost just wanted to make a list like a hype list of like yeah. all the things I'm hyped for this NFL season because like there's just so many things like I forget about like I always forget DeAndre Hopkins on the Cardinals, yep. Like Cam Newton's a Patriot, the- Tom Brady's on the Buccaneers, like all the players that switch teams, all the new rookies, like it's awesome. All the new coaching staffs. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, it's basically one of those things where some I mean, of the stuff have happened like a, so long ago. Yeah, I could have like a fifty numbered list of all the things I'm hyped for and. Yeah, awesome. that's that's yeah. I I'm so excited. I think it's going to be an awesome year. I really do. Yeah, and I think the and week I feel one, good about it all happening. I think it's going to be a great start to the season too. I mean, Kansas City and Houston yep. is going to be a great game. Really, kind of see two high level elite quarterbacks the coming two out. Top paid quarterbacks in the yeah, league. Yeah, let's see what we'll happens. That let's battle news, it out. Yeah. So, um, well, again, welcome in everybody listening this week. We're going to jump into some monster news, as I know we've had some crazy stuff come out so far. Yep. So, what do we got going on? Yeah, James? this will be the last time hopefully you guys listen to this before the main slate of games happen sunday because and keep up with the news make sure if you guys have players that have some injury concerns make sure you're watching those injury reports and stuff like that yep stay tuned we'll post a lot of it as well on social media yep and uh we'll start it off uh out of carolina they said curtis samuel he's just had a bad camp yeah and so i I didn't really like any other option besides dj Moore in that passing game as a wide receiver but I don't think it's going to happen for anyone else either. Yeah. Gronk for Tampa, he's going to see limited snaps in week one. Duh. Like we said, yeah, just a bad draft. Like, bust. Anybody that's gone out and grabbed him at like in bef- before the 12th like, round? Yeah, I think he's I like mean, the sixth. He's going so early, usually. guys. So stupid. Uh, Miami, they dropped. Uh, Chester Rogers released him. Mm. KJ Hamler for Denver, the rookie. Might get put on IR. Miss some time. Yeah, There's sad. they just have a lot of wide receivers in the team right now, yeah, so they it might, really don't even need. It might help with roster construction for them. Uh, Muhammad Sanu. This one was surprising. Yeah. Released by New England. Yeah, I, he only played half surprised. a season, and they traded a second round pick for him. Which, I mean, credit to the Patriots when they realized it just wasn't working. They gave up on it, and they just didn't keep trotting it out there hoping it would work. But I don't even feel like they really gave him this season, though. I mean, he played no. with Tom Brady last year. Yeah. You're playing with a new quarterback this year. How do you know it wasn't really working? It does make me feel a little bit better about if they were willing to let Mohamed Sanu go, that they must feel somewhat confident about Nikhil Harry, Julian Edelman, all those guys. But even then, like past those two, I don't even know what else they have. No, yeah, you have like a lot of, yeah, (laughs) very late round guys, undrafted guys. But Bill likes to, you know, find needles in haystacks and make them into something. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Tyrod Taylor most likely will be the starter all year for the Los Angeles Chargers, which is good news. And most likely moving forward. <laughs> uh, Van Jefferson for the Rams, their rookie mm. wide receiver. Looks like he's the third wide receiver on the team. Looks like yeah. he's past Reynolds, which is really surprised me because yeah. I liked his tape and everything, but mm-hmm. everything I heard and I did see it in the tape. Like he does, he did need to progress some more, but it looks like he's made, had a great camp. Yeah. Yeah. So reports coming out of LA that his camp has just been fantastic. And we did like his tape. We thought Van Jefferson has the yeah, ability to be good. Yeah, I took him in the third round of our dynasty league. I liked yeah, him. Yeah, he, he, he has some really good talent. I'm very surprised, though, that they're going to let him go over Josh Reynolds because yeah. Josh Reynolds did have He's a decent season. He's been there for season. like three years. Yeah, in yeah that he role. had a pretty decent season last year. Uh, but I think they're just going to throw him out there and see what happens. I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to see what happens this year. So this happened like pretty quickly after we recorded last week. So it's a little old, but Leonard Fournette signed to Tampa. One year, two million dollar deal, and yeah. just get get out of the. Don't. I mean, it's probably too late now. Hopefully, you've had all your drafts, but <laughs> yeah. just get out of that backfield, guys. Yeah, I don't want any part of any one of them. No, I mean that's a huge blow to Ronald Jones. 
I mean, because yeah. Ronald Jones was going to be the guy, and they they still say he's they the still starter, say but I don't see how it's possible no. when you bring in somebody like Leonard Fournette. He's going to take a lot of snaps. They away. say McCoy is going to be the third down running back, and they still and, have the rookie Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, they so. did. They did cut. Uh, oh, come on, I always do this. A Goomba Wale. Oh yeah, but that dude. I Who mean, cares? yeah, they still have so many running backs on that yeah. team. Yeah, I mean, if they had that much confidence in Ronald Jones, they wouldn't have drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. Right. They wouldn't have brought in Leonard Fournette or right. LaShawn McCoy. Well, the LaShawn McCoy signing was very strange anyway, but I mean, the, you know... I understand that one a little bit more than the Leonard Fournette signing. So I know we talked about it a little bit, but the Leonard Fournette signing to me, I wasn't too surprised because they're like in win-now mode. Yeah. And so I wasn't surprised that he came to Tampa. Um, they've only got a few years with Tom Brady, so I felt like they are going to bring in somebody... But I think he could have gone somewhere better. Yeah, Philly I really, would have I really, been a better option. I really thought Philly <laughs> yeah. was going to Philly would have been a better him. option. Even New England could have been a little yeah. bit better than... Especially with all that news coming out now. But... Yes, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, so Brian Hill for Atlanta. He's definitely the backup to Gurley, and no he's going to get work in the offense. Everything coming out of the team. I'm not excited about that. It's not going to be Gurley... Like the old days, 80 plus, 70 plus percentage of the snaps. Which Ryan Hill's going to be out there. Which does go against what they said originally, where yeah. they were going to run him into the ground and just, yeah. he's our guy. So I'm wondering if Todd Gurley's already not looking. Well, yeah. I mean, he's been limited <laughs> all training camp. Yep. He, he's been seen limping and stuff like that. It just it made me nervous. It made me off Gurley. And yeah, he's not on any of my teams. Yeah. Uh, Jadavion Clowney, he uh, signed to the. Um, Titans. And yeah. it was pretty a fifteen million dollar deal, one year deal. Yeah, not bad. And I'm yeah. surprised they could actually afford it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, they were yeah, I mean they signed Tannehill and yeah. Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. But um there were some reports because the Saints were really hot for him. Mm-hmm. It was went down to like the Titans and the Saints, but at the last minute there were reports that Baltimore was making a push. And they just could not have let that allowed to happen. If they also got Jadavion Clowney to that defense that it would I think that could have been like the best defense of all time. Well, I have the Ravens in one of our listener leagues, I think. Yeah. I and think so the Ravens are going to be stoked, but yeah, no, it didn't happen. Year. Didn't happen. So Cam Newton officially named the starter. We all knew this was yeah. coming, but was, was really cool and really surprising. I thought is Cam was also named one of the three team captains by the players. Yep. And he's the quickest mm-hmm. ever in new England Patriots history to get an honor like that. Which yeah, is, that's really good. People man. always say Cam Newton's like he has these attitude problems and teammates don't like him. But everything I've ever heard about his teammates, they seem to love him. And yeah, I don't think he makes him on a team captain in a couple months. Like he's been there for like two months. Yeah, he's not been there long. I mean, m- my thing with Cam isn't necessarily about him as a player. It's just more about some of his off the field stuff where it's just fashion week every. <laughs> yeah, but you I know, think New but, England's good for that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I think I think he's going to do fine up there. I mean, with with him up there, you know, it's it's made me like that offense a little bit more. Yeah. So, I'm I'm really actually excited to kind of see what New England. I think I, I think like. Cam Newton on the Patriots is, is the thing I I'm also, the most excited for this. Yeah, season. and I also, you know, as much as I hate New England, uh, just because they win everything, it seems like, but there's a chance that they could still be. The old New England. Oh, def- like, the definitely. The defense is definitely. still. I mean, the defense has taken a little hit, but they're still going to be good. Plenty man. of talent, and yeah. I mean, when the news that Cam signed to the Patriots, I mean, it was a real conversation out there. Who's going to do better, the Bucks or the Patriots? Yeah. And I, I mean, I thought about it a long time. I ended up sliding just a little bit ahead the Bucks. But yeah, I think it's very close. I think they've got the better offense, but I think yeah. New England definitely. Even with the missing pieces, has the better defense. Yep, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't think I would want to put a bet on that though. Yeah, it's tough. It was <laughs> tough. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson got mm, paid. Got four paid, year boy. extension, hundred sixty million dollars. Called it forty million dollars a year. Yep. Go get your money. I boy, like boy. I like the deal. Yeah, I do too. I think he. I think they really need to get a deal done now. Yep. And both sides have wanted this for a while. It was. It was. No surprise. They had both been talking about they wanted to get the deal done. And yep. did, I don't know if you saw the video of when they announced the contract. They brought Deshaun Watson's family on a webcam from back home. It was, oh, it, was really, cool. it was really cool. Yeah. yeah Deshaun did Watson you got real emotional and, all, and yeah. everything. Yeah. Now I'm not really the crying type, but. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Zach Ertz. Extension talks came to an abrupt halt. 
Yeah, that was they. It, it, it might they might plan on letting Ertz contract run out. And yeah, finally that's let the not Goddard good. Train run. Yeah, that's not good to hear. I mean, it it didn't seem like uh, I forgot what it what it did though. But there was a cause of it. it. I remember reading the report, but I forgot what it was. But it was something like the years were not what he wanted or something. And then he was just like, "We're well, done." Well, I I heard that because they had offered something earlier in the off season and now their offers were lower lower or so yeah, yeah something like that like something's gone down yeah and and he was just like no we're done yep um because he is i think he's almost 30 he's getting up there and i think he has two years but he's also not really been ex- insanely efficient in no. my opinion as he used to be so it is going to be, and I think a lot of it has been because Dallas Goddard is there and he can take, yeah. Pat, he's taken a lot of work away. Definitely. But I mean, if I'm Philly, I mean, you're not going to want to go out and spend a ton of money if you got a backup that's just as good. So, yeah. And I think Dallas Goddard is a very capable tight end. Yeah. So, uh, Devin Singletary, he will lose this lead running back job if he's fumbling doesn't improve and his pass blocking doesn't improve. That's yep. from the team. Yep. I mean, it's, you don't hear a lot of teams say that about their starting running back. No, but his fumbling has been a massive issue. Yep. So I, I think mean, he had the highest fumble fumbling percentage. The one thing that you can say year. about the NFL is there's not one coach in the league that's going to allow fumbles no. <laughs> to happen on their team. Yeah. You keep fumbling the football, you will not see the field. Yeah, of course it happens, but yeah, it just it's always a punch to the gut. Yep. Remember the Titans; they'll just put you on defense, guys. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, Josh Gordon's back with the Seahawks. One year, one million dollar deal. It just amazes me how the dude keeps showing yeah, up. Yeah, I've always had a <laughs> soft spot for Gordon. I've always felt for him, but don't expect anything fantasy-wise. No, I, I think he's definitely will help the Seahawks, but he's not going to help your fantasy route. Don't no, don't go don't pick draft him, him. Don't pick him up. Yeah, I, I honestly maybe in Dynasty. I, if you honestly, take a flyer, I was just about to say that I don't think I would in Dynasty. I, I don't. I think it's over. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not picking him up, but someone probably will. Uh, Amari Cooper. He was limited in practice. The team say it was preventative, but. You have to watch that with Amari Cooper. You always got to wonder. Damon Harris, uh, this one was surprising. Placed on IR. I know. The reports that I heard were originally, was just like, he'll probably just miss week one, be back. He had a hand injury. So he's going to miss a significant amount of time now. Yeah, and sad. I ended up getting him in one league with like one of my last picks. I plan on dropping him now. Unless you have an IR spot, I still think... Which it, I don't think we do, though, do we? No, not in that league. I mean, if you do, I think he's worth putting on an IR spot, but otherwise, I think you can drop him. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Surprising, really surprising cut by the Washington Redskins. Why we, the Washington I was not team. surprised. I've been hearing that yeah, a lot in but the offseason. I thought if it was going to happen, it would have happened before We thought it would have happened by now. Yeah. Because, and the talks of Peterson leaving, he is just like, I get it. Like, this Antonio Gibson guy, like, yeah. <laughs> he's good, and they want to run a one-run a one running back system. So Peterson kind of realized it was coming and he spoke very highly of the team, the coach and Antonio Gibson. And I, when this came out, I put up on Twitter, like I was, uh, I'm comfortable drafting Antonio Gibson between rounds five and seven. Now I think he has completely cemented himself as the starting running back in camp. And I think he's, I think he's one of the safer rookie running backs this year. I have him in a ton of leagues and I'm very happy with him. Yeah, I did read somewhere, and I'm trying to find it really quick, and I'm, I'm, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to. But I did hear that when they released the depth chart, though, that... J.D. McKissick, yeah, he is JD the McKissick's official the starter, starter, but th- that, some of that stuff is just really... Like, I, think, I don't even know. It might just be like a mind game, because well, I can't see how the that's... The Dallas Cowboys have Jason Witten listed as their starting tight end. He's not on the He's team, not on guys. The team, yeah. <laughs> Those things you can use them as toilet paper. So yeah, I just don't see how that's going to happen. No, I I agree with you though. I think but Adrian Peterson was signed by the Lions, and I don't think it's going to do much for him. But I do think he's probably going to be a pest. Well, I mean, the thing that made me nervous is you know, uh, just injury risks up there. Because yeah. I mean, Swift got banged up a little bit. Yeah, he's and. It's been a rough camp for him. Yeah, and then obviously with Carryon Johnson. So, you know, reports have said that he's going to come in and take snaps right away. We'll just see how much he's going to be taken away and for how long. Because AP has it in his head, man, that he's going to try and break some records. Yeah. And we'll see how long he can still go. But I'm I'm sure he's going to be demanding the football. So made me nervous about that backfield as well. Yeah. 
Uh, Mitch Trubisky named the week one starter for Chicago. Ooh. Still don't think it's going to last long. No. Josh Rosen released by the team, signed to the Tampa Bay practice, practice squad. squad. Yeah, I just feel bad for Josh Dude, Rosen. Dude, just retire, man. I don't. I honestly don't think a quarterback's ever been put in a worse rookie situation than Josh Rosen on that Arizona Cardinals team. That was pitiful. Watch. I wasn't really excited to see it him coming in the league. I liked Rosen coming in. Uh, I didn't like his attitude. Malcolm Brown for the Rams, likely to start week one, but I don't. I, don't, I wouldn't freak out over this. It's nope. just I still it happens a lot in the NFL. Guys. Yeah. So yes, yeah, Malcolm like Brown still on free agent market. So the Broncos running backs, it's definitely looks like it's going to be a split for the carries or go with the hot hand approach. I still think Melvin Gordon's ADP is probably going to end up being okay if he gets the pass work and the red zone work. But, it, I mean, if they really do start going with the hot hand, I think it could get dicey. Yeah. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, Kansas City cut DeAndre Washington. So, Daryl Williams is the backup. And if you want any if you want any of that, I have him in a dynasty league. Mm-hmm. I think Daryl Williams is capable. But redraft, I probably wouldn't roster him right now. But No. Lamar Miller cut by New England. He visited the Bills. I haven't heard if anything's happened with that yet. Same. Keenan Allen, a four-year extension, $80 million, second highest paid wide receiver, which I thought was surprising. I'm surprised he's willing to commit to the Chargers, honestly. Well, especially in the mode that they're in Exactly. Right now, that's so, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Lynn Bowden traded for a fourth-round pick to Miami. And he, they've listed him as a wide receiver, which I really like. Yep. Tredavious White, Buffalo, one of the best tight ends in our defensive and cornerbacks de- in, yeah, the in the league. Signed a four-year extension, $70 million. Highest paid at the position. He's only 25. This yeah, dude, and he's a monster. You know, I really liked watching this video when he got paid too because one of the biggest things that he was talking about is like, I didn't get this money for me. Yeah, I got it to help my parents retire. I got it to help my family be successful. And I'm sitting there just like, dude, you need more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that was my mentality. How much can I give you? You know, like <laughs> I just love the dude's attitude. He's a good. He's a great player on and off the field. Family man. I'm super stoked for him. Yeah, when I because he's he's been in the league for a while. But yeah, when I heard of the age 25, I was just like, wow. Yeah, he came in young. Big, yeah. So yeah, I think it's money well worth well spent. Oh yeah, I mean I don't. You're not going to get much better. <laughs> no. Uh, Mike Williams for the Los Angeles Chargers. He, I, what I've heard, I have heard some mis- mis- mixed reports, but I think he's going to miss the week one definitely. Yeah, he's out. And I have one. heard some that he might miss the first month of the season. It's, and I think I like whatever him, he has, have. it's going to deal with them for the rest of the season, yeah, like all, he, everything. Yeah, him. I feel like every year it's just hit and miss if he's even going to make it through or not. Yeah. Uh, Preston Williams for Miami, expected to play week one. Yep. I've been I've been high on yeah, him. Yeah, Caleb's like been higher on him than I have. I have definitely I draft him, him in almost every league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those perfect like late round yeah. last pick of the guys. AJ Dillon for the Green Bay Packers. Mm. He is the RB three on the team. Surprise. Has surprise. to improve his receiving game if he wants to beat Jamal Williams out, which I think is gonna be hard to do. Jamal yeah. Jamal Williams has improved himself pretty confident in the receiving game. Yeah, and much as you hate him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like I hate the guy personally or anything. He's just always annoyed me because Aaron Jones, he's just always taking so many snaps from him. It just yeah. always bothered me. But he's a he's a good running back. Yeah, he's very competent, but it, Aaron Jones is just incredible. And here's the other thing that I'm going to go out and say is the Packers draft this year, the fact that your second round pick, your first round pick is looking terrible in training camp. Yeah. He might. I mean, for crying out loud, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think he. I don't think he'll ever start a game for the Packers. No, unless Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah, I don't think they're ever going to commit to him. He's been terrible. Yep. And then your second pick now (laughs) isn't even going to be a possible starter. No. Not even your backup because his pass catching is not approved enough. So your first two picks (laughs) in your draft. Aren't even going to be relevant and for guys, the team. They were a 13 win team last year. They were this close yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
They just you don't think improving because they're deep. I love their defense. They have a wide great receivers defense. They could have yes, took I know. It, at like, both, they could have took two wide receivers. Yep. In that first and that second yep. round, and they would be awesome. they'd awesome. be a team we're talking, dude. These guys are Super Bowl contenders. Yeah. Again. Now we're looking at you as like Aaron Rodgers. Better figure out a magic potion again this year because <laughs> yeah. it's all up to him. <laughs> Always. Uh, so Ryan Fitzpatrick from Miami, name the starter. What I've heard is it's not it's gonna be Fitzpatrick unless the team like is just completely in the tank. Yeah, just that way you just give two us some some opportunity. Yep. But I th- I think it's a really smart move, you know, by Miami to really kind of just take their time, let Tua get healthy, let him learn a playbook, put him in the best possible yep. position to be your quarterback yeah, for that's, the next that's, ten years. That's all I wanted. Yeah, it's just I want to see sure Tua succeed. Ready. Yeah. Uh AJ Green, full go for the opener, which yep. is it's good. Yeah. Nice to see him back on the field. Hopefully it lasts. Yeah. Uh, Mike Kosecki. This was one of those, like how you talking about earlier, how J.D. McKissick was named the starter for Washington. Mike Kosecki wasn't named the starting tight end for the Miami Dolphins, but it's the guy that was named a starter. He's like only a blocker. Like these things are not exactly what they're going to do. Like, don't worry about it. Mike Kosecki still going to be fine. Yep. Jerry Judy, name starter opposite of Cortland Sutton, wide receiver two on the team. And when they are in two wide receiver sets, it will be Judy on the outside. Yep, I'm stoked. Yep. Golden Tate missed practice Monday due to a hamstring. Watch that. You probably don't need to have to start him where he was going in drafts, but just keep an eye on it. Kareem Hunt, this one happened earlier today. Two-year extension, $13.25 million. I was a little surprised. Yeah, I was too. I was definitely surprised with that, but from what it looks like, he's been they a really, really good teammate. Yeah, they, really they really like really him in the him. locker room, and he does provide a nice little spark behind Nick Chubb when needed. So. Well, especially if they end up doing what they've been talking about this offseason is putting him out more wide in yeah. the slot and stuff like that. It could yeah. not be bad. It's a little high for a backup running back, but it's not... I mean, his talent-wise, it's worth it, but I'm yeah. just surprised because he's a backup. That they well, it's just hard to utilize two running backs in the NFL today. And be effective. Yeah. So last piece of news, this one also broke earlier today. DeAndre Hopkins signed two-year extension, $54.5 million. Good grief. No trade clause. He's going to be there for a long time with him and Kyler. I'm actually really excited yeah, about it, though, because, you know, sucks for Houston. You, you really screwed this up, Bill O'Brien, as usual. But go get your money. Go to a team that's actually going to invest in you and invest in the future. I think him and Kyler are going to have a great hey, I think I think they could be one of the funnest quarterback wide receiver duels to watch this year. Yeah, it's going to be tight. I'm I'm really, really, really excited um, to, to, to see kind of how that's going to go. A little nervous for like someone like maybe you know Larry. Larry's probably retiring after yeah, this year. I, I, yeah, um, I've been which will give Larry. a you know give a boost to Christian Kirk and you know stuff like that. But yeah, yeah I'm all I'm, in on the offense for sure. Yeah, their offense is going to be loaded this year. And just to throw that out there too, if they do somehow fail, that offense fails, <laughs> which I don't see it happening. But if it does, then that just means the air raid offense doesn't work in the NFL. <laughs> but they they have all the pieces they need. Um. So great, lots of news. We're gonna jump into a few questions. Uh, we got a few questions from some listeners that we wanted to jump uh, jump on and answer. So first question comes from Andrew um, out of St. Louis. Uh, quick question: wanted to know what your thoughts uh, were of John O. Smith. You know, I'm getting ready to do a draft this week and looking for a late round tight end. Do you recommend? So yeah, I mean, if <laughs> Johnny Smith. His talent is extremely high. He kind of broke out. Not, I wouldn't say broke out, but he was very successful last year. He's had plenty of flashes yeah. in the NFL. And it just brings some consistency. He did really well with Tannehill. I think for me is just if Ryan Tannehill is going to be elite like he kind of was last year, oh, then yeah. I think he he's going to be fine. Yeah. And yeah. if he's not, then yeah, obviously that would kind of that would severely hurt him. Yeah. So I feel, I feel like a more rides on Tannehill than it does Smith. Yeah, yeah, I think I would agree with that. My strategy this year for drafts is if I I don't get Kelsey or Kittle, my cutoff's kind of Evan Ingram there, and if I don't get him, then I just wait until the very end. 
Yep. And I look at guys like John U, Blake Jarwin, yeah, Mike Isecki, players like that. And I think John U, I think I like Blake Jarwin a little bit better, but I mean, they're all very, very similar in my mind. Yeah. So if, if that's and I like someone them you're better target, than a lot of other guys. Yeah. If you're going to target late, I think he's a great late target. Um, so go, yeah, go get him, Andrew. If that's, if that's the guy that you're wanting to get, uh, next question. And I think you actually have it up. Don't you? So we had a trade. Yep. We had a trade question that got brought up in one of our leagues and sparked quite a bit of debate with me. Yeah. <laughs> it sparked a lot of debate between us for sure. And then some, some others. So we need to preface this by this is, a mul- is it multiple quarterback or no? They just there's never a lot of quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, there's an, like a lot of a lot of yeah something. a lot of quarterbacks get drafted in this league. Yeah, so a lot of quarterbacks apparently get drafted in this league. So we want to preface it. Um, but what was the trade again? So one side it was Evan Ingram, Carryon Johnson, Jared Goff, and Julio Jones for George Kittle, Robbie Anderson, and Lamar Jackson. Now it seemed like ninety five percent of the player people. And this thought is it was, yeah, thought it was an hands auction. down Kittle and Lamar side. And so this was an auction redraft league. And in Dynasty, I would 100% agree. But in redraft, I think it is actually, I think it's very close. And at first glance, I was on the Julio, Evan Ingram, Jared Goff side. But I think, I think that carry on Johnson piece needs to be upgraded a little bit, especially after the Adrian Peterson signing. I think if that gets upgraded a little bit, I would take the Julio, Evan Ingram, Jared Goff side. Yeah, I mean, when you look at this, Robbie Anderson's just a throw-in. Yeah, you, you could know, you could get rid you, of you him. You can get rid of him. Um, you he's know, honestly just a waste of a roster he's just, spot. Yeah, he's a waste of a spot right now. I I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of Evan Ingram just because of injury risk. So I, I get nervous there. Carry on Johnson in this trade to me is also a tossin. I don't like. Well, that's why, Johnson. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that he yeah. needs to be improved. You know, and then you're still getting a massive downgrade as far as Jared Goff to Lamar, but you're getting a huge upgrade with Julio Jones. Exactly. Yeah, I think Julio's the big. I think Julio for me. You know, and I mean, let's look at it this way: if you were taking Julio and just one for one went Julio for Lamar, I'd rather have Julio than Lamar or Kittle. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's different, but the rest of this trade, I I definitely still taking Lamar and Kittle. Yeah, I don't hate what you brought up. Trying to package Lamar and Kittle separately. Yeah, I, I think it's stupid to sell them together in the idea. first place. Yeah, you're not going to get what you're not going to get fair value. So, for anybody that's looking at wanting to package together high price talent, I recommend not doing that because you're not going to get as much back as you should. So, and this, for instance, this trade. Um, well, we don't know if it went through, but if it goes through, I mean, I I don't know how I would feel about I it. I think they said it did go through. Oh, uh, did it go through? Yeah, so we just don't know go who through, got so, what. So who? Yeah, whoever got the Julio Jones side, I feel like really got hosed because with on Johnson and AP there now. So you want to talk about my trade that I had? Did you have a trade in this league? Yeah. You got it up. Yep. So I, as soon as the draft ended in this league, I mentioned to everyone that. Zeke was on the board. And I had quite a few people come to me, ask me what I wanted, and I I, I had no idea. Because yeah, I mean he, I took him at Zeke the fan. I took him at the number three pick, and I was perfectly willing to have Zeke on my team for the whole season. But I was, I mean, if I could get something I like more, why not shop him? So I ended up shopping him, and I th- and this was a deal that I was very comfortable with. So I traded Zeke, Brandon Cooks, and Jerry Judy. I think. Brandon Cooks will be very usable. Judy could be. But I traded him for Derrick Henry and Juju. I think the Derrick Henry to Zeke really isn't that big of a slide. Mm-hmm. And I think the upgrade at wide, wide receiver, because my starting lineup in this team in this league now is Kyler Murray, Derrick Henry, Clyde Edwards Alaire, Kenny Galladay, DJ Chark, Odell Beckham, and Juju. Yeah. I think that's a great starting lineup. Yeah. Well, and I actually got some news just a couple minutes ago where it says Brandon Cooks is actually on. He's out for week one. Oh, he's out? Yeah. Oh, I saw you. Yeah, he was limited the other day in practice. Yeah, he was limited that practice, sucks. and he's been li- went from LP to DNP. So, Wow. Yeah. That's surprising. Tuesday with a quad injury, so he doesn't look like he's even going to play this week. That sucks. So, looks even better. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. That always works out when you make a trade like that. And then the player that you got rid of might not even play. Um, so that's fantastic. So next thing, uh, we had a guy that outreached us and he was wanting us to rank his team for him. So just so you know, guys, I mean, if you want us to rank your teams as you guys have should already have drafted this year, um, feel free. You can you can uh, email us. You can send us social media. Uh, you know, any any way you can get a hold of us, we would love to rate your team. Uh, we really enjoyed it. So let's run down his roster real quick. And here we go. So, um. I don't know. He was drafting in the third spot. I don't know where he drafted everybody, but it looks like he's got Tom Brady as his quarterback. He's got Elliott as his running back. He's got Todd Gurley as his running back. Tyree Kill, Marvin Jones. Um, so far, I'm not really loving him. Travis Kelsey, on Johnson, Ravens defense. No one cares about kickers, so we're not even going to mention it. Uh, A.J. Brown, Raheem Mostert, A.J. Green, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Williams, Curtis Samuel, and then Duke Johnson. Or David Johnson. Okay. So I like the those other players. Some of those players in the starting lineup, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, I he's he needs to fix his starting lineup. Now I will I need to preface this. It's a great week. This one is start. a non PPR league. Oh, it's standard. So this is a standard league. Oh, okay. So it does change a lot of this because I quickly was like, oh, this is not great. <laughs> yeah. Standard league. Uh, so it does change a lot. But I think he's got some decent pieces here. I think he can get rid of Curtis Samuel. I don't know why he drafted yeah. Curtis Samuel. Mike Mike Williams. Is hurt. I'm you not a big Mike Williams fan. Too. You can drop him. Um, AJ Green though, Deshaun Jackson, AJ Brown, yeah, I love Deshaun David Jackson. Johnson. His bench yeah. is, you know, is is very With good. Mostert, yeah, I think I honestly he's got probably, some great running yeah, back depth. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I mean, and he still has on Johnson up there in his starting lineup and his flex. Yeah, for take some him reason. out. Put Raheem Mostert in there. Um, and I'm not a huge Marvin Jones Jr. fan this year. I like him. But I think he can get some touchdowns. He's pretty consistent. So there it will be, be too bad. plenty of games this year where Marvin Jones outscores Kenny Galladay. Yeah. So that's I just, gave that's him just a, how he goes. I gave him a B. What did you end up giving him? Yeah, I'd give him like a B minus. Yeah. I don't B B minus. I think he's missing something in the wide receiver department, but I do really like those running backs. Yeah, those running backs are, are stacked. So not too bad. Uh so the last thing we were gonna uh, needed to talk about was we've been talking to our listener leagues about our redraft league that we do every year with... Yeah, I call it the wild card league. Yeah, the wild card league is the, the best way to put it. And so we had our draft this weekend, and we just wanted to... Uh, it just kind of almost Every gloat. time I look at the team, I just I smile so hard. I've, ne- I, yeah. I've legitimately never left a draft feeling this good before. Yeah. Ever. I mean, and I say this almost every year in that league, where yeah. if one of us doesn't win, it's really embarrassing. I've won it once... I think Caleb's I've, won it once. I've won it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. and it's, but it, it's bad. So go ahead, just l- let's tell our listeners your your lineup. For so week I had the one. number five pick, and I was as soon as I was actually a little frustrated because no one wants the middle picks. No, and he was just raking it in. Yeah, our team, our picks get announced like five minutes before the draft. Our well, technically, our draft started at seven, and then that's when they pulled all of yeah. Our, so it technically started after the draft. Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> but then once I kind of realized what league I was in, I was just like, it's really not going to matter. Yeah, because we almost traded. We almost yeah. traded draft spots. Yeah. So at the number five pick, my first pick, I got Zeke. Somehow he fell. Yep. I think Patrick Mahomes went off. <laughs> yeah. Good pick, Carlos. <laughs> yeah. But then I got Mixon coming back in the second, Julio in the third. <laughs> Odell in the fourth, Cooper Cup in the fifth, DJ Chark in the sixth, Antonio Gibson in the seventh, David Montgomery in the eighth, Evan Ingram in the ninth, Josh Allen in the tenth, Debo in the eleventh, Will Fuller in the twelfth, Christian Kirk in the thirteenth, and then Brian Edwards. I mean, I absolutely love my team so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah. It was, as as we're going through it, we're just I have a ton of my favorite players, and yeah, I just, I got all the, like, just steal after steal after steal. And so before I run through my team, who I'm I'm also really excited about, we there's a chance we might have to fight for who's going to have our points per year, or like, who finishes with the most points at yeah. the end of the year. Um, but uh, we had a couple teams that took multiple quarterbacks, multiple tight ends, multiple defenses, yeah. multiple kickers. We there was a, There's a team in our league that has three quarterbacks, three tight ends, and two defenses. <laughs> if they don't need help, <laughs> I mean, they need to start listening to the show a little bit more. 
<laughs> because that's just you. You literally have five. But you, we only have six benches. Yeah, it's and not five a deep of league. his six benches, and, and we have kickers in this league. Yeah, five of his six bench spots are wrapped up in other positions he already has players yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, it is that you don't is, need multiple. It is so wild these drafts, guys. It is right. something you can't explain. Here we go. I'm gonna say, like, you wouldn't think these people like would draft like this either. Like, you would imagine the like, yeah, I, I can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, we can't explain it. We'll we'll put up our teams on social and see what people think too. Um, here's my team. Here we go. Kyler Murray. What spot did you have? Oh, I drafted in eighth. Eighth. I drafted yep. in the eighth spot. So I got Kyler Murray. I got him in the eighth round, which is yeah. stupid. Um, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs. I'm 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 loving it. Yeah. Mike Gusecki, I got like the fourteenth. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Carson's in my flex spot. I got AJ Brown, Cam Akers, Jamison Crowder. Deontay Johnson, Jerry Judy, Preston Williams, and Van Jefferson is all on my bench. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> this league is so I awesome. mean, I can't I can't ask for I think this is the deepest wide receiver pool I've ever had. And what was really frustrating is I wasn't always going for wide receivers. No. I was trying to but I couldn't not take these players. And what's crazy, guys, is I just had to drop a player because I had to pick yeah. up a freaking kicker. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. I <laughs> I hate it. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to drop anyone. I had to drop team. Zach Moss to be able to get a kicker. I'm so frustrated. I I almost was like, well, my bench can't get me points though. <laughs> so I was like, can I just win without a kicker? <laughs> it wasn't gonna work. But I I'm stoked. I I can't wait to see what happens in this league. So we'll post it up later and see what you guys think. Let us know what team's gonna win. I think uh, I think we'll we'll have a really fun season. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, we're going to jump into our next segment called Monster Guys. So these are guys over we're we're talking over the course of the season. Yep. That we think are just going to be huge. These are kind of like our guys who yep. we're, we're we're endorsing a yeah. bit. Yeah. They they're like to give you confidence in these players. Yes. Players that I like based off their ADP, based off their talent, based off their opportunity. Yep. They're yeah, they're guys I'm willing to ride for. All right, who you got first? think this one's obvious for me you say it's, who you're gonna ride for yeah i love that okay ride continue guys right well i mean i've been arguing for these guys all off season all the time yeah same so the first one's josh jacobs yeah i Huge. love josh jacobs so much i don't think you should worry at all about where he's going in drafts nope I take him gladly i took him mid to late first round i love him i think i took him in this i think i got him in the second right? yeah you did yeah okay because yep. i think i took dalvin cook first yeah that's not normal um so my first guy is gonna be Kenyon drake yeah. Uh, again, we're yeah, talking I, I, Arizona offense. Yeah, I knew that one was coming from you. I mean, he's he can he can run between the tackles, he can run outside, he can catch the ball. I think he's a perfect fit for this offense. Chase Edmonds is is capable, but I don't see him taking a lot of touches away. I think Kenyon Drake's going to have a, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to have a monster season. Yep. Uh, I almost put down it. This one intrigued me when I was looking at over unders to talk about later. You think he's going to get a thousand rushing yards? I th- so the thing is, is because I know they're going to be such a pass-heavy offense, I don't think he will because I, I would, think he's going to get I, more passing he, work, though. Yeah. I, I think it'll offset, though, with his I passing I think he'll work. have, like, 1,400. Really? 1,400 total, was, no, total, total yards. yards. Total yards. And I think he will hit 1,000 rushing yards. Yeah, I, I just – I I don't know. That one's tough for me. He definitely has more like nine five to 500. Upside. Like maybe nine hundred rushing yards, five hundred receiving. Yeah, I'm thinking more, maybe more like that. But yeah, then that's it's, it's almost close. Austin Eckler esque. Yeah, right. So he could be. He could have five hundred receiving yards and a thousand rushing. Who knows? So my second guy, and th- I think this is the guy that I have defended the most this off season, and I love him. Depends who is it. Love his ADP. It's Tyler Lockett. Yeah, you've defended him a lot. Yeah. Every Anybody time, take every time DK Metcalf, Metcalf, Metcalf goes Jeez first, Louise. oh, it kills me. It kills Good me. Gracious. I mean, I I, I like it because then I have a chance at Tyler Lockett, but yeah. it's stupid. Yeah, very dumb. Yeah, he's, his ADP is the mid-fifth round. He's the 21st wide receiver going off the board. I think I think he could very easily be a wide back-end wide receiver one, mid-wide receiver one this year. If I mean, he was on the pace last year for over half the season, and especially... If they have any struggles with the run game in Seattle this year, Russell Wilson has talked about he just wants to cook. His number one target is Tyler Lockett. Yeah, they've got a connection. So, And you're getting him as your wide receiver three in drafts. 
I love I love with, Tyler with big upside. Yeah, with big upside. As long as he gets the touchdowns, we know he's going to get the receptions. Yeah, which, he needs to get the touchdowns. Yeah. So my next monster guy is going to be Robert Woods. I love Robert Woods. I've I've kind of advocated yep. for him a lot. Yeah, and I mean even before we've had this like past years, yeah, Caleb's been talking about. Yeah, Robert Woods I, a lot. I've really liked ever since he came over to the Rams from Buffalo. I felt like Buffalo just did not. Yeah, they had understand a ton of players. Had. I mean, Chris Hogan, Sammy Watkins, yeah. Robert Woods. I mean, they had a. Ton he came of over. He took over. He solidified the Rams as kind of. I feel like he's the number one wide receiver there. Yeah, Cooper he Cup gets, gets the a most lot targets. of touchdowns, yeah. but he gets the most targets. All I'm gonna say. He had two touchdowns last year, and he was very fantasy relevant. Yep. If that number jumps to six or seven, we're looking at an easy top 12 guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's going to get the targets. He's going to get yards. As long as that number hits like seven, six, seven, maybe eight, he's he's top 12, maybe even top 10. Yeah, we're both big fantasy footballer fans, and they because they, they've been mm-hmm. big on Robert Woods in the past, too. Yeah. And so this year, they were like, who's going to be this year's Robert Woods? Like, the guy that's just going real late in drafts and yep. just going to be a back-end wide receiver one. It's Robert Woods. Yeah. It's Robert Woods every year. Yeah, he's just it's always disrespected, <laughs> going late in drafts, and he's going to produce. Yeah, it's stupid. I, I, I hate that he's disrespected as much as he is. But I think, yeah, he's going right now. He looks like he's going around the 4-6 spot. That's not too terrible. No, But I, th- I think he's going to be, again... Fantasy relevant top end guy. Yep. So my last guy, and I mean there are a ton of guys I was debating: DJ Chark, Joe Mixon, Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. DJ Moore. But I wanted to go kind of go like a high guy, a mid guy, and a late guy. Yeah, same, same. And the late guy is Christian Kirk. Yep. He's the forty six wide receiver off the board, going in the late tenth round, and I think Christian Kirk is clearly the number two wide receiver in that offense. It's going to get a twenty percent target share. And if he gets that, he's going to see at least 100 targets. And I, he could very easily be a wide receiver too, but he'll probably be a wide receiver three. And that's way above the wide receiver five where he's being drafted. Yeah, I think the only thing that worries me there is just DeAndre Hopkins just because he has such a massive target share. But I think Kyler's I think they're going to throw. Yeah, ball. I think they're I think they're going to throw the ball almost six hundred times. Yeah, so I mean, it's just gonna it's gonna be more of a kind of wait and see what happens. But I I like Christian Kirk's talent. Yeah. so much. Huge fan of him coming out of Texas Tech. So I, I, yeah, I like it. So my next guy, I, I did the same thing. You know, I kind of went for a late guy here. And this is somebody that I advocated a little bit for last year. He got plagued by an industry injury, didn't really get to play much. When he did play, he didn't look comfortable. I don't think he was a good fit with Tom Brady, though. However, I think he's going to be a great fit with Cam Newton, and that's Nikhil Harry. Mm-hmm. So Nikhil Harry, he's going to the... Looks like the back end of the 13th round right now. So he's I've seen a, him undrafted a lot. And he's yeah, he's even going undrafted in some leagues. But Nikhil Harry is going to be the outside number one wide receiver there. Yep. You know, you got Julian Edelman, he's going to be your slot guy. Yeah, and like we mentioned earlier, them releasing Mohamed Sanu gives me some a lot more confidence that in, they have in confidence. confidence in them. Yeah. That Nikhil Harry's back. He's he's not hurting anymore. His his injury's gone. I think he's going to be huge this year. In fact, there's a couple teams or uh, guys that have come and talked to me and said, "Hey, if you're looking for a guy to pick up, you know, prior to week one, if yeah. I have a guy I want to drop, yeah, he's a great. I'm saying pick up Nikhil Harry. Yeah, he's a great <laughs> like last pick of your draft. Pick him up, see what happens week one. Because there's a chance that he's going to have a he huge could establish week one himself week one, and he's yeah, for you're the not going to get season, him. In, yeah. He's a starter. Yeah, yeah, and you're not going to get him. You got to jump on him now because my fear there is he's going to have a huge week one, and then sorry guys. He's gone. Yep. So those are our, our monster guys. Let us know what your thoughts are. Maybe if you wanted to see this guy should have been on there instead of this person on your guys' list, let us know. But now we're going to so gear you up. you want to get in some, some week one stuff? Yeah let's, yeah, let's gear up for week one, been guys. long enough. Because it is here. Yeah. All right, what do we got going for week one? So I uh, let's get a, let's get that the tough start. I was looking through some guys. Guys, I think you might not want to start, even though you probably drafted them at a starter position. So quarterback, it's really just Daniel Jones for me out of the top. I looked at the top 15 quarterbacks, Daniel Jones, he's playing Pittsburgh week one. I would really try to look somewhere else. Yeah. Unfortunately. So I drafted Daniel Jones in one of our listener leagues and I was like, Oh no, forgot that week one matchup against Pittsburgh is just not going to be good. Yeah. I don't plan on dropping him. No. But, you know, or picking yeah, I, w- up, I wouldn't drop him. Or pick up another guy just for that week. I'm just going to suffer through it. But I'm already counting my loss in week one. Yeah. the uh, 
I have some quarterback streamers I looked at, guys that like weren't really drafted in leagues. Yeah. My favorite is Jared Goff. He playing Dallas. I think Jared Goff could have a big week one. I think that could be a highest scoring game. Yeah, my my week one guy, if you need to pick up a quarterback, will be Kirk Cousins. He's playing Green Bay. Yeah, he always he plays my, well he, against Green Bay. Too. It's going to be a high scoring game. So I would I would go snag someone like him too. So okay. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, those both. Yeah, so running backs, there's a lot more. I looked at the top 30 guys that were drafted. Mm-hmm. First one, would you start Jonathan Taylor week one? No. I would not. I, I have Jonathan Taylor in a league. Yeah. And he and is not he's, starting. And yeah, he was going third, fourth round, and it's tough. But yeah, I would not start on week one. No, the reason I have him on my team is I went, I think, zero it's r- wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> and so I have four running backs. And he was my fourth. So I'm comfortable having him on my bench. The reason is, is because I just don't know. Marlon Mack exactly. is still going to yep. be the guy there. I want to see the utilization. We don't have a preseason. Nope. So I don't think Jonathan Taylor should have been going where he was in drafts, but he's it never went down. Yep. So, but I don't think he's going to be, he's not starting week one for me. So another rookie, Cam Akers. Would you start Cam Akers week one? If you have to. I also wouldn't start Cam Akers. You week could one. if you have to. There's honestly only one rookie running back I would start week Clyde one, and that's Clyde. All the other ones. He's like, the only one that's a given. I think Antonio Gibson's very, very close for me, and we'll get to him in the DFS section. But yeah, every other rookie running back, I would wait. Yeah. I, I'm I if you have to play Cam, I I would say he's the I'd rather play second. Cam than JT, but yeah, it, I would play Cam over you know over JT if needed, but that's still very nerve wracking because I know that Les Sneeds said that Malcolm Brown's gonna be the guy and then they're gonna run a committee. Yeah, so. I think Cam will separate himself over the season, but I don't think it's gonna be a week one. Yeah. So last two running back questions that I have. Devin Singletary and Ronald Jones, would you start either of them? No. Yeah, me neither. No. The the thing with Ronald Jones now is with Leonard Fournette there. I don't know the utilization anymore. When Leonard Fournette was not there, Ronald Jones is a yeah, week I one was, starter. Yeah, I was very confident. <laughs> I was Ronald very Jones confident a week in ago. Him. Yeah, and, and and the reason I was confident is because Tampa was confident. Yeah, or at least it they just like signed they were, yeah. Leonard Fournette. Now I don't know if it's because it's Leonard. They didn't want anybody else to have. And Leonard there are Fournette. reports he's being used week one. Yeah, that's what we keep hearing. And yeah, Devin Singletary. I mean, it's a very similar situation except. There's been bo- more bad news about Devin Singletary this offseason. Like, I yep. feel like one, he's one of the players that have been hurt the most this offseason. It's yeah. Devin Singletary. Yeah. He was extremely high, had a lot of hype coming out of last year for what he did. And I really liked him too, but it's just how everything ended up falling. I just yeah, it does, find it hard it to does see stink good because, upside for him. It does stink because I, I had really to drop him. I had to drop him in our, in our lead to pick up a freaking kicker. But if you want to find a guy that you can stash Zach and wait, yeah. grab Zach Moss. If you don't have him, Zach Moss, because there's a there's potential that he'll be the starter moving past week one. Yeah, I think they're going to give the ball to Devin Singletary. But I'm telling yeah. you, Singletary one fumble is, in, it, Singletary, he's done. Singletary is the starter right now. But yeah, like I mentioned in the news, if he doesn't improve his fumbling and his pass blocking, it's going to be Zach Moss. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So wide receivers, I looked at the top 40 wide receivers. Because yep. wide receivers are always deeper. You have yep. more questions. You're, they're usually your flex guys. So, well, first guy we don't need to talk about anymore, Brandon Cooks. I would have said don't start him anyway, but now you don't have to worry about it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so keep in mind, like some of this stuff always comes out. Things could possibly change. You never know. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't going to start him anyway. I would not have started him. I think I would have felt more comfortable starting Will Fuller week one. Yeah, just because he has a rapport with Deshaun Watson, he's been on the team for years. Well, Brandon Cooks, every time he gets on a new team, the first few weeks are a little dicey anyway. So, yeah. so second wide receiver, AJ Green. You start an AJ Green week one. If you have to, it again. If you have to, I I wouldn't mind it. I think as long as he's healthy, I'm, I'm he's going to be relevant. very. Yeah, I'm very fifty fifty on it. I think I would try and look for better options, but I over, think it will be hard to find better options. I'd do it over any other wide receiver on that team. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, again, if you the have second to, one was Tyler Boyd. Yeah. I don't think I, I would rather start AJ Green over. Yeah, Tyler I'll, Boyd. I'll do. Yeah, I'll do AJ Green over any, anybody else. So, but if again, if you have to, most people are not drafting him to be their top two. But he could slide into your flex possibly, especially no, if you're yeah, he's probably he'll probably be your third or fourth wide receiver. So if, you, if you're playing a multi flex like league, like we play a, a two flex Multiple, league, yeah. he might slide in there. But 
So Debo Samuel. I know. I'm not. Yeah, no. me neither. Nope. No. I want to just make sure that the confidence of him because I think healthy. if he does, which looks like he he's probably going to play week one. Yeah, I was frustrated. I think though. he's going to be on a limited snap count. You got to. You got to give him. You a have to. Snap. Yeah, he's and, their future. Yeah, wide receiver. You know, Dante Pettis isn't. I mean, be last there. year, like the three shining stars, rookie wide receivers out of that entire class was Terry, AJ Brown, and Debo Samuel. Yeah, those three guys have superstardom yeah. in their future. Yeah, he's he's so talented. So don't screw it up by just bringing him back too early. And they need him if they want. I had to, to drop keep a player in, in one of our leagues because he ended up dropping off the IR. Yeah, the IR. Like, ah, yeah. Dang it! Thought I was gonna get through week one with it, but so didn't De- happen. Deontay Johnson. Do you feel comfortable starting him? He's played one game with Ben Roethlisberger. He missed a lot of camp. Yeah. I, I, I'm not starting him week one. No, I I probably wouldn't start him, but I'm I'm really intrigued to see what happens in week one. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Because I do That's think Deontay yeah, Johnson is very good. I've liked him in drafts and everything, but yeah, I, I, don't, I would try to avoid starting him in week one. Yeah. Julian Edelman. I don't think I'd mind that. Yeah. I don't think I'd mind it too much, but I think I'm, he's, I'm more Nikhil Harry, obviously, than Julian Edelman. But yeah, I wouldn't I start Nikhil Harry week one, though. I would rather. I mean, start Nikhil Harry's going to the thirteenth round, exactly. So you, so you don't have to. to make that decision. But no. yeah, last wide receiver, Sterling Shepard. I think I'd be fine if you have to throw him in your week one lineup. Well, the thing is, is we're not wanting to put Daniel Jones in our week one lineup, yeah. so I would then negate anything else. Yeah, I think Sterling Shepard will still probably see. The thing, targets. Yeah, but he catch needs a touchdown. Catch five balls, 50 yards. Yeah, but if he doesn't get game. a touchdown, he's not going to be relevant for your week, your lineup, though. I think he can get it done. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, again, I have to play Daniel Jones, so I'll, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So, tight ends. I looked at the top 12. Gronk. Not starting him. He's not on my if teams. You dra- yeah, if you drafted him. that's you, you suck. I have some tight end streamers that I really like. Uh, Jack Doyle. I really like him week mm-hmm. one. Trey Burton's injured. Philip Rivers always likes the tight end. I also like Blake Jarwin mm-hmm. a lot and uh, Dallas Goddard for Washington mm-hmm. with all their receivers, wide receivers out. He's like their third option in you the passing game. for Philly, game. right? Yeah, he's playing Washington. Oh, for playing Washington. Got it. Yeah, Goddard. Yeah. Hunter Henry. You start Hunter Henry week one? Nope. Yeah, I'd rather play Jack Doyle, Blake Jarwin over him. Noah Fant. Not playing him week one. Well, Noah Fan's not usually he's not a top playing 12. Tennessee. He was drafted in the top twelve. Was he drafted yep. in the top twelve? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, all but those guys were. He's not in my top twelve. Yeah, no. And the last one, Hayden Hurst. I had a chance. I think he would be the highest on this list for me, but I, I would rather wait and see him no. on a new team. I think they're on the road in Seattle. The thing was, is he didn't do a lot in Baltimore. He did and nothing I just don't, in Baltimore. I don't, I don't expect any different here in Atlanta. Yep. So if you're looking for some defensive streamers too, I love the Bills. The Bills are my, my favorite defense for week one. They're playing the Jets. Yeah, most people drafted them already though. It was it was about 50-50. People that drafted them or not. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, they were undrafted in most leagues. They're playing at, they're at Washington, but that that's a great matchup. Yep. And the Chargers. Yep. At Cincinnati. I love them. Yeah. So some DFS. If you guys Yep. I, I I'm a big DFS guy. Kale plays DFS. We always play DFS. Yeah. And um if it's you a good don't, supplement. What I kind of done the past couple of years is I kind of lowered how many le- fantasy football leagues I'm in mm-hmm. and kinda I mean we added were at some like, more DFS in it. Yeah. We were at like ten leagues at one point or something yeah. crazy. So. Yeah, I think I'm in four we're in season four. long leagues we're now. In four now. I think we're and in all yeah. four leagues together, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And I, I play a handful of DFS lineups each week. So I went through, I play on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I like them the most. I'm not a big fan of FanDuel. And all these guys are for the main slate. So Sunday morning and afternoon games. No yep. Thursday, Sunday night, or Monday night games. So some of my favorite quarterbacks, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. playing the Jets. Love his week one matchup. He's only $6,500, the sixth highest priced quarterback. It's not that much. I do want to put a disclaimer out there, though. I mean, if you want to pay for Lamar, it's not a bad idea. It's just, if you can make it work, go for it. It's $8,100. It's a lot, especially for a quarterback. But if you can make it work, go for it. Because there were plenty of times last week he was putting almost 50 points up. Mm-hmm. 
Another one I really like, if you want to go real cheap, which at quarterback, I usually try and look cheap, Tyrod. $5,600, 20th highest price quarterback playing uh, Cincinnati. I think he could easily give you 50 rushing yards, two passing touchdowns. I mean, he's not going to set the world on fire, but he's going to do enough, especially in a cash game, which is anything like a 50-50 where half the people win. You don't have to, like in a tournament, be in the top five, three, one percent of players to win money. In a cash game, all you have to do is beat half the people. And I think Tyrod would be a great cash game quarterback. And the last quarterback I like, Cam Newton. He's the 11th highest priced quarterback, $6,100. Playing Miami, I think he could very easily give you a rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I really like to see what Cam Newton's going to do. That's going to be exciting. So running backs, I, I do usually like to go heavy, those top-end running backs. Sometimes it's hard. If you, like, like I said for Lamar, if you want to pay for Christian McCaffrey, go for it. He's $10,000. It's a lot of money, especially when your budget's $50,000. But there were plenty of times last year where, I mean, pretty much every week last year it was worth it. And last year I did try to have at least like one lineup with Christian McCaffrey or Lamar last year, and those lineups usually did well. But the running backs, I, I really like Josh Jacobs. Six highest-paced running back. He's playing Carolina, which last year... The worst rushing defense. And Josh Jacobs, one of the best rushers. I think with the rookie offense, I mean, it's pretty much a rookie offense. Mm-hmm. All their wide receivers. I think they're going to definitely try to establish the run against Carolina. And I think it's a very winnable game for him. I also like Chris Carson. I think he's a great cash game play. He's going to get the ball probably at least 20 times. Playing Atlanta, $6,200, 11th price running back. Yeah, that defense has been hurt too. So. Yeah, Atlanta's just can never get anything right on defense. I think one of my favorite steals, though, is Raheem Mostert. Mm-hmm. 16th price running back, playing Arizona, $5,800. I think he's a great option. But I think this is, sometimes you can have this happen. I don't know when they set these prices, but once they set them, they can't change them. And um, so Antonio Gibson and Chris Thompson, they're, they're both the minimum, $4,000. That's the cheapest a running back could possibly be on this site. And I think both of them would be great in your lineup. Both could explode, especially Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I mean, if you can hit on one of them, that's going to be huge for your lineup. Yeah, huge. Wide receivers, I love Devontae Adams if you're going to pay up for one. Mm-hmm. I think out of the, like, the big name guys like Michael Thomas, Julio, Devontae Adams. I like Devontae Adams' matchup the best. He's playing Minnesota. Their secondary is just terrible. And he's $1,700 cheaper than Michael Thomas. So I would just take that savings. Tyler Lockett is also one of my favorite guys. Playing Atlanta, like Chris Carson, 10th highest priced wide receiver. DJ Chark's a great option. Deshaun Jackson, though, 37th priced wide receiver. $4,900. I think he's a steal. And if you want to get a little crazy, Marquise Brown, I think a decent stack with him and Lamar wouldn't be a bad tournament lineup playing Cleveland. Tight end, it's not... There's not. There's usually never a lot of options. It's either you want to pay up or you want to go super cheap. You want to pay for Kittle because Kelsey's not on this slate. If you want to pay for Kittle, go for it. It's not a bad option. He's playing Arizona, like the worst tight end defensive team ever, but if you do want to pay down, I really like Jack Doyle. The 20th highest priced tight end, $3,600. I think that's huge savings for your lineup. And I think Jack Doyle could easily score a touchdown and have like five catches. And that's it for the DFS. Yeah, you just reminded me I need to go put my lineup in. Yep. Actually, what I'm doing right now. All right, so I think after that, um, I was just going to talk about just the you know week one game on Thursday. I'm just ex- again excited for the game to start. So Kansas City and Houston, I don't think we need to go into too many details. I think we both think that Kansas City is going to win that game. Yep. So we'll just keep it there. <laughs> um, but it's still going to be exciting to watch football happen again. Do you think Bill again. O'Brien needs to be fired? Probably. But do you think he makes it through the season? I think if Houston comes out and pulls an offer, there's no way he I don't, can stay. I don't, I don't think Houston's going to be bad. I don't I think it's going to be. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. You go and you go and take the contract of David Johnson, and he doesn't perform. 
You traded away probably, arguably, one of the best wide receivers in football, if not the best wide receiver in football. I think you deserve to lose your job. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, there's there's even he, guys like us that He's such a weird coach because it's like every year his teams do pretty good. Somehow. But when but they I don't get think to the playoffs, him. they just fall on their face. And, yeah, there's always something that happens. Like, either the quarterback goes down or the big, like, J.J. Watt always goes down. Yeah, just something crazy. Yeah, something happens. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he gets through the season. I don't. He can't. I mean, if he does... I, I think there's a few coaches, like, I think Adam Gase, I don't think he gets through the season, and I really hope Matt Nagy doesn't get through the season. I don't like talking about guys. people's jobs much, but I just really don't like those two people. But the Chiefs, I think that Patrick Mahomes, like, he's just a guaranteed lock like what we've seen in the past two years. You think he's going to stay at that this season at that supreme level? Yeah, 50, I think fifty he, touchdown upside. Yeah, I think he could still do that. I don't see there. I don't. He's yeah, never I, given me any reason not. No, to. No, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's an ability thing. I, I was more asking coaching wise. Do you think the teams want him to do that? Well, oh well, because of his contract and stuff now, you know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you invested an insane amount of money into this dude, but I, I still think, I still think he's Patrick Mahomes, and I think you know you got to let him be him and do his thing. So yeah, I think, I think he. He's one of those players that just looks like he's having the most fun of his life out there on the football field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't think you could take that away from him. Yeah, same. I I think just let him be him. Let him go do his thing. Let him get you some points. Do you have the Chiefs winning? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, Super Bowl. Oh, I haven't really thought about that. That might be something we could talk about next week for sure. Yeah, because I, I think they made it. They were the top seed for me overall in the league. Yeah. And I think I would have to pencil them in for the back-to-back Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that would definitely I think they just have a ton of continuity in a year where continuity, I think, is really going to matter. And they locked up all the players that they needed to, drafted players that are really going to help them. And I think their defense, because their defense, I mean, at the beginning of last year was terrible. And they turned it around into one of the top defenses in the league. And I think that's going to continue all season this year. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. But, yeah, I don't want to make a Super Bowl prediction right now. Maybe next week. But we got some over-unders we got to get to as well, right? Yep. All right, so, so what we first got? one, and these are all receiver-based. All receiver-based, okay. DeAndre Hopkins receptions. Okay. 93 and a half. Ooh. Over, I mean, the odds are the same. So do you have... You think he gets nine, at least 94 receptions or under 93? I think he's going to get over. I'll go over with that. I do too. He Last year, he had third most in the league, 104. I do think he drops going to Arizona, but I don't think he drops 10. No, I don't think so. I think, if anything, he could just repeat 104. Yeah, I mean, 104 was tied for third best last year. Yeah, he's always going to be one of the top guys, so. So Odell Beckham receptions, 75 and a half. Same odds. This one's really tough. Yeah, because I do think he's going to have a better season this year than he has in the past. This is what he had last year. He had 74 last year, so one target off. I mean, one reception off. Oh, then I'll go over. Yeah, me too. DJ Moore receptions. 89 and a half. Under slight favorite. What do you have last year? DJ Moore had 87 last year. So two off from this. I think I'm smashing the over here. He didn't play a full season last year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go over with that as well. So now receiving yards. Devontae Adams. 12 hundred overs the slight favorite which i think i'm taking the under here yeah i'm really nervous about that offense there were only five receivers who had 1200 yards last year he wasn't one of them and he's only been a thousand yard receiver once in his career Mm -hmm. because he's double teamed every freaking week yeah and that's only going to get worse this year Mm -hmm. so which side are you taking i'm taking the under okay last one juju receiving yards 
1100. Over slight favorite. And I think I'm going over here too. I don't know. I, I He's only been a thousand yard receiver once, but that year he had 1400 receiving yards. I think, I mean, there were 20 receivers last year who went over 1100 yards. I think he's in a, I think he's a top 20 wide receiver. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough for me, man. I don't know. I think I might go with the under. Okay. So let us know what you guys think. If you do have any last minute start sick questions, let us know. Hit us up. Yeah. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at the TFL Monsters, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Yeah. We definitely want to hear from you guys. We definitely want to. We, did, we definitely want to see you guys playing some DFS, too. Again, go out on DraftKings. We love DraftKings. Yeah, if you've never played before, don't go, don't go crazy. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of They've got some. It's it's definitely different. Yeah. Let's go do one of their dollar matchups or something. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I would start in cash, like 50-50s. Yeah. Where you only have to beat half the people. Yeah, it's, it's just something simple. But just go have fun with it. If you have any questions about it, you know where to find us. Uh, next week. Um, we'll probably just be talking about, you know, what happened in week one. Yep. Talk about some week two stuff. I'll come out with my Super Bowl prediction next week. <laughs> we'll see what yeah, happens. Before, uh, and before next week episode comes out, after the Monday night games, we'll put out on social some of our favorite wave one guys. So yeah, we'll, we'll be put, looking out for that. Yeah, so look out for, you know, pay attention to our social media pages because we'll put out some waiver wire guys that we want you guys to target since we record on Tuesdays. Most waivers run on Tuesdays. Yeah. So. Uh, you just pay attention to that kind of stuff but thanks again guys for listening to another week of the fantasy monsters and we will chat with you next week have a good one bye you can hold me back yeah I'm coming for you I'm not heater on you no I'm just telling you the facts oh these chains can keep me down yeah. I can be ruby in the mood I can be rotten I can be cool, man, I can fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you